Welcome. You're listening to the Extensive Reading Podcast, where we take an intensive look at extensive reading. I'm one of your hosts, Travis, and and along with me. And this is Jose. And um, thank you for listening. <laughs> thanks for being there. We're back. Uh, yes. And we are at uh, erpodcast.wordpress.com, in case, so. in case you didn't know. <laughs> Give us a visit or share us with your friends. Anyway, uh, last week... We did an interview with Atsuko Takase, Professor Takase, and she talked to us about a lot of things. Um, yeah, like uh, something that's really important, which is motivating uh, motivating students to do extensive reading, and uh, particularly those students who have the most trouble, like uh, repeating students mm-hmm. and uh, unmotivated students. And uh, she also told us about her background. She's been doing uh, extensive reading before. Uh, extensive reading even existed. <laughs> yeah, right? Before it was a thing. And uh, What about today? Today? And today we have the second part of that interview and um, she's going to tell us about motivation or, well, she told us last week uh, about motivation but uh, not just for students but for teachers. Okay. Um, so motivating teachers to do extensive reading and um, yeah, and some tips for teachers uh, to... That there are things you can do as a teacher to improve uh, the way you do extensive reading. And uh, she's gonna, she told us about it and, and some other stuff. Um, We're looking forward to sharing it with you. So, yeah. Let's, shall we? Let's do it, yeah. talking about motivated um, students what about uh, yeah. motivating teachers to to use extensive reading that's a problem <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, yeah I also wrote about the teachers who were motivated by students mm. really so in high school when I used to teach at high school that's Three, two teachers and one librarian were motivated to read by students. They were influenced by students. Yeah. It was great. I mean, the <laughs> one English teacher thought that um, the way that I was doing was nonsense because I used very easy books to high school students. Mm-hmm. She thought it too easy. To uh, pass the entrance exam, they had to read a more difficult one. But in her class, um, my students and her, she was a homeroom teacher, and my students were reading very easily, even during lunchtime and recess, and they were enjoying. So the teacher thought, oh, it might be interesting. So she started to read because her students were reading a lot. And then she really liked it, <laughs> and she read one million words, and wow, it works, so I'm going to start teaching extensive reading. And yeah, that's one, one instance. Wow, yeah. So they have to, they, have, they themselves have to uh, experience extensive reading by themselves. Mm. Not only reading all the, what's all the studies, the papers, 
and there are several other teachers, yeah. And another teacher from university, uh, she was just watching me and watching my students come into my uh, my office and borrow books. And they, we were talking about the books, and she just uh, observed for one year. And then at the end of the year, well, now, I think it works, so I might study it. I might start teaching. It's misleading. And then she went to the library, and during the whole springtime, and she read and read and read and read. And she started reading, and she's still doing it. Yeah. So, but it's very difficult to, to motivate students at the beginning. So if I tell them, and they probably don't like it, that hmm. like to be told by the colleagues, but looking at the students, and then they probably they realize that it's very important and working, and students love reading, mm -hmm. they're enjoying. So, but um, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes if um, at the university I'm working uh, now, they have to take um, M reader. And uh -huh. M reader, do you know? Oh, well, you know. Of course, you know M reader. <laughs> M reader works for very motivated students. Mm. But for unmotivated students, sometimes it never works. They just want to get rid of reading because they have to read a a certain amount of words, and to uh, to pursue the goal, they try to read some a difficult book or they cheat or whatever, whatever they can do to get rid of their to get them there. Yeah. They focus on the goal and not the the joy of reading is yeah, is what you're saying, right? That's right. Okay, yeah, I understand. It would be it would be great to have a debate between you and to Tom <laughs> Robb right now. <laughs> um, well, I, I like what you said um, just about how the the teacher needs to experience it themselves and needs to to understand just um, the benefit in their own study. And that's a great challenge. That's yeah. a, that's you challenged me by by saying that. So thank you. And one more thing. Oh, oh it, it, um, it, can I say one more thing? You, you can say as many things as you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the phone bill is going up. You know? No, that's not a problem. <laughs> Tra Travis is paying. No, that's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. Very you know, um, um, uh, high-level English teacher who has a confidence that her English or their English is really good some university teachers, uh, Japanese teachers, Japanese English teachers, yeah. and uh, many native-speaking teachers think that students can read English easily. They don't understand how how difficult it is for them to read fluent uh, extensively or fluently without translation. Mm -hmm. So, students or the teachers or the native-speaking teachers or Good English teachers, I mean, not good, but um, very high-level English teachers, they should try to read 
uh, extensively with the second or third language. If they have studied other languages, yeah? mm -hmm. they have to experience the students, uh, the students are struggling to read fluently at the beginning, especially. Sure. Don't you think so? Um, yeah, I'm trying to read in Japanese. No, in <laughs> I think I can put myself <laughs> in their place, yes. <laughs> so I also try to read in French or German, you know, and, and the French textbook went um, with no picture and a lot of words in one page. I don't feel like reading now. I yeah, used to read yeah. it when I was in college, but now I don't feel like reading. That's one benefit, I think, of yeah. about being in Japan is just... Um, the culture of, of manga and, and Japanese comics make it so that you could always find uh, books with pictures here in Japan and Japanese. Uh, yeah, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, but, uh, uh, well, as for manga, I don't like it. I mean, it's difficult for me to read mm -hmm. because I'm not used to reading manga, mm. except uh, Sazai-san. Do you know Sazai-san? I do know Sazai-san very well. <laughs> Every Sunday, right okay. at six thirty, we can watch Sazai San. On TV? I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I don't. I don't know about that. But the comic book. Yeah, when I was a little, Sazai San was come from and then and then newspaper. Uh huh. It's newspaper. Yes. So I'm used to reading. <laughs> That's the only manga that I like to read, and also, um. Mm -hmm. One more, one more, one more right there. Maybe Chibi, Chibi Maruko-chan? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chihiro, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, split it away. Yeah, split it away. Mm -hmm. So he read four, uh, from volume one to volume four, he read that book, that comic book. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he started reading English. Yeah. It might motivate some very, very uh, unreal, uh, relaxing. Oh, you mean he read the Japanese version? And then he got a habit of... No, no, no. English version of Spirit It Away. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, he, he reads uh, Japanese manga, but not a book. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. So I, yeah, I offered him to read uh, the Spirit It Away in English. Yeah. And after that four books, and then he started reading the regular credit readers. It was a good start for him. Yeah, I think in my own Very, experience... Yeah. Um, 
reading a story, maybe he knew that story. So reading a story that you know in a second language can really be motivating. Oh, yes. I so. Mean. The stories that they know are from the movie. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or a That's book that way. has been translated. Hmm. Yes, yes. yes. Well, I think Jose but, has, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they um, keep reading those kind of books. They they are not reading English sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, um, they have to read both the story they know and stories they don't know to improve their English. Um. Well, yes. Uh, we'd like to move on to another question. Jose has a question. Um, yeah, l last week we interviewed um, uh, Paul Goldberg, uh, um, and he told us about X reading, the X reading virtual library. Yep. And uh, Travis and I were thinking maybe this is the the future of extensive reading. Uh, like students are going to read more and more um, online material rather than uh, books uh, that you can. I mean, print books. And I was wondering how you see the the future of extensive reading, and uh, in particular the future of extensive reading here in Japan. Very slow, Japan, uh, compared to uh, the United States, the European people. It, I think it's very slow for Japanese students to read online. Uh, well, I gave a um, questionnaire to those who had who tried um, extensive reading in this one summer, and many students preferred paper books. Mm -hmm. There are various reasons, various reasons, and one reason was that, uh, that one big one, the biggest reason was they uh, have headache reading and headache or eye ache using that, um, the online book. Yeah. And uh, some students said they, once they open their uh, smartphone, and they feel like doing games. <laughs> so sure. Too many distractions. They concentrate right? on reading. Yeah. yeah. Honest. Honest. I can relate with that. So uh, most yeah. of them like the yeah, preferred um, book. But probably, I don't know, if they if they are used to reading, or they, they for Japanese, they don't mind reading using um, the internet or For English, they probably have headaches to read English online because they are not used to it, or because they are English. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, uh, but gradually they start reading um, online more, more. Not only the students, but in general. Mm. Sometimes it's handy. Okay? Yeah, you yeah. Can read it anyway. And I think. And some students. Well, yeah, yeah. They, some students have trouble with uh, using machines, using that uh, computer or iPhone to read books. So they they couldn't get, get access to that one, and the book is easier to handle. So there are several reasons. I had a presentation about that two two years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I saw the results of the the questionnaire. Mm -hmm. 
Well, good. I'm I'm glad to hear your opinion on that. I think personally, I think yeah. it's maybe maybe inevitable that things are moving in in that direction of using. Yeah, that's right. But at what right. rate? We, I I'm not sure. Um, Many bookstores have been bankrupt recently. Yeah. But still, there are very strong um, desire to read paper books. Yeah, and I think yeah. there there always will be some some desire for that. So. Yes. And also, it's just oh, there's a book, there's a book um, which is talked about reading online and uh, reading a paper using paper books. Mm. Which is better for the for the brain, and and um, yeah, I haven't finished reading that book, but <laughs> for myself, uh, yeah. <laughs> for myself, I like uh, paper books. Mm. Um, I have. Yes, um, I have a slightly different question about the future of extensive reading in in Japan. I'm thinking like. Uh, at the end of the 1980s and in the early 2000s, like extensive reading was um, something for a minority of teachers. Or only a few teachers were doing extensive reading, whereas now uh, it's becoming more and more general. So my question is, are you optimistic about this trend? Do you think that uh, in the future, uh, particularly here in Japan, most uh, English students will be doing extensive reading? Oh, the extensive reading online or offline? Oh, uh, no, no. For just, it's just not about in general. Just in, yeah. in general. I'm just thinking the practice of extensive reading was uh, minoritary a few years ago, and now it's becoming more and more, uh, say, it's, it's being given more popular, credit, yes. and it's, it's, it's becoming more popular. So uh, how yes. do you feel about that? I mean, how, how do you feel the future is going to be like? Do you think uh, it's it's going to become the, the mainstream or um, how do you see it? Oh, well, I don't think it becomes uh, mainstream, but uh, half and half. Half and Intensive half. reading and extensive reading. So they will um, implement extensive reading more, more for the regular high schools and junior high schools. Yes. The, the uh, population that they're reading books uh, doing extensive reading is getting uh, big, getting bigger and bigger. Not only not only students but seniors, uh, adults, seniors and children. So um, those who are um, the adults, those who are adults, forties, uh, fifties, and sixties, mm -hmm. they studied English in at school long time ago, and they feel that. Um, those English they studied at school um, doesn't help them anything. Mm. They cannot use it. So nowadays, many many elderly people would like to read books, English books. And one of my um, not my students, but uh, I once I opened to uh, the public for the extensive reading class, and then. Uh, a lady at, at the age of 82 came and joined the class, and she started reading um, about one year ago, and she still keeps reading. So it's really hard for her to come um, so often, so I sent her a whole box of about 50 or 50 to 100 books 
That's a great way to... Save save lives here. Pardon me? We could Im- improve lives here. Oh. Improving lives through okay. reading. That's great. I I have one question about um you mentioned briefly about maybe the future there will be a better balance of intensive and yes. extensive reading. What what is yes. what do you think that balance is? How much how much class time should should be dedicated to extensive reading? Well, that depends on the depends on the curriculum, or depends on the school or the teacher. But I, well, if I were um, a teacher, I have one hour extensive fifty fifty mm-hmm. one class extensive reading, one one lesson extensive reading, another lesson um, intensive reading. Intensive reading and writing, or grammar and writing, writing class, and extensive reading and listening class. What about uh, like what about speaking? Speaking. Yes, I know. Tra- oh, Travis is speaking. very uh, into the. Yeah, I, I do business. like I do like speaking <laughs> and output. So, where's um, I don't know. I'm looking for a balance. Speaking can be included extensive reading and extensive listening. And for as I'm doing to my children, elementary school children, you can uh, do conversation on the topic, on the story, mm. on the story. You can ask them questions and uh, let them talk about the story gradually in English, mm. making sense little by little. Maybe difficult at uh, public schools hmm. where they have uh, there are forty students in one class. Oh, so tell me about it. Probably they need 
Good. Well, thank you. I and I, I agree. I think um, we can really enrich speaking topics by when when we're talking about what we've read, and I think that's a great exercise for students. So talking about the reading and is is really great. I think that's that's worthwhile. Yeah, I have sometimes sometimes uh, have students talk the story, the summary in two minutes to uh, with a peer. To do uh, a care work and uh, a favorite story to talk about, a favorite summary of a favorite story to each other in two minutes or three minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, that helps, yeah, speaking. Well, we've talked for about an hour here, so we, we don't want to keep you much longer. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> thank you so much for, for all of that. Yeah, you're very welcome, and um, I hope to see you again sometime and discuss more. But yeah. So that was the interview with uh, Professor Atsuko Takase. Yeah, uh, thank you again, Professor thanks, Takase. Again. That was wonderful. I really liked um, the challenge. I felt personally challenged when she was talking about uh, just teachers needing to do ER themselves in order to understand and relate with the students as they're doing it. I know at different points in my own personal language study, I've I've been really good about reading a lot, and but right now I'm at a low point. Well, you have to do it. You have to do it. <laughs> and and I, I enjoy reading. And I, I mentioned uh, reading uh, manga in Japanese. And how I feel that is in some ways uh, simplified. But um, I'll try my best. Yeah. And all those of you, I mean, these people who are listening to us should be um, yeah. reading themselves. Hey. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, you listener. Get on it. <laughs> so, you know, extensive reading in German uh, or Russian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all to empathize with your students. Yeah, and uh, I think also more than that, there's um, the whole reason we do this podcast is because we believe there's a great benefit in reading extensively. Sure. So practice what you preach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, next week, what are we looking forward to? Uh, next next week, week, we have something different from what we've been doing because we've been we've been interviewing teachers. Mm. And uh, for next week, we have somebody who belongs to another group of people who are essential for uh, extensive reading uh, to exist. Who's that? And who's that? Uh, well, it's authors. And we're going to have an author. And not just an author. Not just any author. It's a, a very good one. Um, uh, that's Professor... She's a professor too. Yeah, Professor Antoinette Moses uh, from the University of East Anglia in the UK. She'll be joining us on Skype. And she's a creative writing uh, teacher, not an English teacher. And she's written a few uh, brilliant uh, graded readers for Cambridge, CUP, Cambridge University Press, uh, of different levels, basically initial uh, level, um, like starter, beginner, and lower intermediate. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of her books, two, two of them have been uh, awarded with the Extensive Reading Foundation's um, wow. awards, um, learner, sorry, language learner literature awards. Uh, and I particularly like uh, her books. 
Good. Uh, so maybe for those of you in the audience who, who know her or who want to know her, you can start reading. Uh, I, I recommend Jojo's Story. That's J-O-J-O apostrophe S Story. story. Yeah. Uh, that's probably her best book. Uh, but I also really like Let Me Out. And uh, The Girl at the Window. That's And Book Boy. Those four. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, if you have any questions for, for her or for authors in, in general, who, if you're interested in writing a graded reader yourself and you have questions for an author, well, uh, please. Yeah, now's your chance. Send, send, us, send us an email. Where? Uh, what's our email address? Again? Yes, that's uh, exrpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, exrpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, you can send us uh, a text or you can send us a file with your uh -huh. voice and we'll you'll be famous for a few <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, um, Professor Takase, she shared uh, a few articles with us that we have posted on our website. And if if by chance you're listening and you're interested in, in following up and reading about those, we do have those on our website. And that is? <laughs> That's erpodcast.wordpress.com. erpodcast.wordpress.com. Yeah, so we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, great. Yeah, so that's it for today. That's it? it for us. Okay, so... Happy reading. Yeah, happy reading. <laughs>